It's a cool show. Hey, this is Bobby Hill, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andros Jones. I said good day, Sheriff. Radio 8 Ball, give us a say. In the studio, tempting fate Putting questions, the songs which will randomly Swag with the help of our friend synchronicity Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake Radio 8 Ball Tempting fate to radio eight ball show. Welcome back to Radio Eight Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs. As the answers to the questions, I am, of course, your host, Andras Jones, and we are here at Clatter and Din Studios in Seattle, Washington, just a stone's throw away from where the Seattle Mariners ply their trade, and we're joined here by Tobias the Owl. Hi, Andras. Good to be here. He is providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, and if it hasn't been confusing enough... To be here with this man of many names, we are now joined by someone who I'm quite excited to be in the studio with. He is known simply as Shit Ghost. Thank you, Andros. It's a uh, cosmic pleasure to be here with you guys today, and I uh, feel very special. Thank you for your hospitality. It's great having you here, Shit Ghost. Now, I've, I've checked out your music, and uh, and I really I really enjoy it. I I don't. I have to be honest, I don't hear the, you know, your name is, seems at odds with the transcendence of your music, but maybe you can help connect the dots for me. How did you become a shit ghost? Well, I am not a shit ghost. Shit ghost is the kind of the band I play in. Oh, okay. So shit ghost is our band name. Got it. Um, but I agree. So the kind of contemplative, hypnotic sound that we are able to create with our music kind of doesn't really fit with the name Shit Ghost. And that's kind of what the intention is, because our live performance and our music, as you're listening to it, it's very always something that you would not expect. And having a name that's kind of out there a little more, however you want to say it, it really allows for this juxtaposition of the music and the whimsicalness of the art to come to life. Most of the guests we've had on this show are people who come from the re- from Tobias the Owl's world. Are, are you familiar with Tobias the Owl? I actually caught Tobias. I used to live um, on the earthly realm just right behind the Fremont Abbey in Fremont in uh, Seattle. And he was playing one night. I think he was playing with another friend of mine. I can't remember if there was someone named Arthur James or someone similar. Uh, but I caught him there one night and it was truly a gift. I have never met him beforehand or seen him other than right now and yeah i'm happy to be here two new souls coming together and when space ghost perform shit Shit ghost Ghost. i keep doing that when shit ghost performs uh what's the what's the lineup 
So it's currently it's me as the front man with my guitar and as several looping stations. And then a cosmic brother of mine plays a live drum set. So it's a duo, but it is a big wall of sound and it kind of it would be similar to it's very cinematic. Got it. So it's a big sound and but it comes from the likes of two men. And uh, so you've you clarified that you are not Shit Ghost. Shit is Ghost correct. is the band. Shit Ghost is the band I play and I've um, since my journey back into this realm, I've not settled on my final name, but I am, um, I refer to myself in a professional setting as Mr. Spaceman, but Mr. Spaceman, Mr. Spaceman, people call me shit ghost and I have no qualms with it whatsoever. Um, well, I want to call people what they want to be called. So if mm -hmm. Mr. Spaceman works for you, that, that's perfect. That's what's on my LinkedIn and. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So <laughs> Mr. Mr. Spaceman, and you have a LinkedIn. I do. I do. <laughs> Really? That's is that your preferred social media platform? No, 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 no. Not by any means. <laughs> but in this day and age of this constant monitoring, it is important for anybody who wants to be seen as a professional to demonstrate themselves in that way. So I have a, I got a LinkedIn, and I have several endorsements. I've been familiar with Microsoft Office. I'm now learning Microsoft Paint, which I hear is coming back in a good way, and. Um, hopefully, I will be continuing my studies online at some point. That's that's beautiful. We all need to keep improving ourselves, even even if we are, uh, you know, transcendent. Uh, what, what kind of art? What kind of band would you? How would you describe your? I was trying to. I was just trying to mm -hmm. say an X kind of band. But what? What was you? Are you an experimental pop? I, I like band? to refer to it as underwater psychedelic. Underwater psychedelic. With Mr. Spaceman and Shit Ghost. Okay, well, and I feel like we've got a nice little, and we'll provide links so people can check it out. But now we've got a nice little sense of who you are. And, uh, I, I mean, as much as we can ever get, get to know you or anyone. So what what is your question for the Pop Oracle? Yeah, so I am a big advocate for space exploration, which is why when you call me Space Ghost, it's nothing uh, that far off from what I would prefer. And, um but right now, I see there are two paths that we can go down. Uh, eventually, the sun is going to burn out, and there's going to be some sort of mass human extinction. Or, and that'll be the end of humanity. Or two, we can be working on ways to exit the solar system and be populating the ga other galaxies and the rest of the universe. So my question is, how do we as people motivate and inspire people to this bigger issue facing humanity, which is the actual future of humanity. If we are not able to get outside of the solar system, humanity will surely be stopped. So how can we inspire people to reinvigorate the love for space exploration and the space race? And kind of piggybacking off that, is this something we even want to be doing? And is humanity as itself even something that needs to be continued okay well there's a lot in there so let me just get so how can we inspire people to get a, get jazzed about space travel and do we even deserve to survive that is a remarkably concise thing okay well now That's to engage the, the fermi paradox what? i'm not familiar with that that sounds very interesting oh, yeah the, yeah you should look up the fermi paradox it's the it's uh universum silentium is basically the silence of the universe uh, is a, f a Latin phrase recapitulating the idea that 
you know, why are there no other species that we can detect inside the cosmos? Mm. It's a little weird to talk to you because you have what I would call is a, like a quasi-corporeal state where you're sort of in this dimension of reality, but you're also in others. So you're like kind of resonating in and for, back and forth in and out of our dimension like a sine wave, I would say. That is a very nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we have taken this, we've... Tobias, we were already in the deep end, but Tobias just pushed us a little bit further out there into the deep end, which is great. And so now to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, 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 pick a card. Song number seven. Song number seven, which is. Punxsutawney Lullaby. Punxsutawney Lullaby from Tobias the Owl. If I were a seer of visions of future to leave them up to fate Cause I know tomorrow is fickle and hollow And it always comes too late So I'll hear roses at your Fading colors will grow We've got so much more Winter left to go Small. The winter. 
until left to go left to go left to go That was Punxsutawney Lullaby from Tobias the Owl, the answer to Mr. Spaceman from Shit Ghost's question, how can we inspire people to get jazzed about space travel and is it even a good idea? So, uh, Mr. Owl, Hootie, <laughs> what, tell, us, tell us where that song comes from. Um. So that song is um, from, uh, it's kind of based on the Bill Murray movie Groundhog Day. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, one of the more a little a little whimsical meanings of my songs is, um, I, I mean, I'm kind of a cinephile. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes, you know, um, a good film can allow you to see through the perspective of others. So I, I kind of think that I, I kind of imagine what it must be like to to live that life where you're repeating each day over and over again. And I kind of thought it's a, it's an interesting metaphor for human existence. Um, maybe part of our lives are sort of cyclical or repetitive. And maybe that means that there is um, a realm that we occupy that's not corporeal. Um, and maybe we are non-corporeal non -corporeal beings in the same way that Mr. Spaceman from, from Shit Ghost is sort of what I would call quasi-corporeal. And maybe we also have that in and of, in, an, in ourselves in maybe a, a way that's not so literal. Uh, so the song is kind of about the way that life is cyclical and the way that um, people can come and go and fade and, um, and you feel like you're the only constant variable when the whole world is changing around you. I don't... I don't know if that really answers the question. I, I have some oh, ideas. I, got, I have some ideas here okay, too. Okay, so, but right. let, let's let's see what uh, Mr. Space Mr. Space Man. Well, I definitely have some ideas on this, <laughs> and obviously, I was listening, trying to answer the question I asked. So, I might have been listening for different things. Well, that's what exactly what we want you to do. That's the purpose of the podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. And we were talking earlier about how you hear music in different dimensions and different planes of reality. Yeah. So, while I'm playing one song, you might be hearing resonant frequencies that are. That are from a different astral plane. from a different realm. It's, yeah. it's nothing to be ruled out. But one of the uh, lyrics that was is a repetitive one that we have so much more of the winter left to go. Mm -hmm. right? Something along yeah. those yeah. lines. Yeah. So uh, about my question of is space is humanity something that the universe should be preserving? Is that good? Um, when I hear that we have more of the winter left to go. That is telling me that we need to grow as humans before we should be occupying other galaxies. Because there's still um, the other guest on here, I can't remember his name. He was talking about social justice and all this other stuff. Because mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of issues we have here with, obviously, that climate change. There's a bunch of issues on Earth that we haven't solved. And if we don't solve them on Earth, they're just going to follow us to another realm. So we have so much more of the winter left to go. What that means to me is that humanity still has a whole another season that it must go through and endure and change, just like the seasons of the leaves, before it is time for us to go to another realm, another dimension, or another galaxy. Because if we are bringing some of these problems with us, we are have the potential to fuck stuff up instead of making it better, which I believe, um, I believe humans are 
internally good people and I think they are worth saving. And I just think we just need a little bit more time. We need one more season before we can be taking our existence to the next realm or the new dimension. See, it's thinking about it cinematically, I couldn't help but think of Game of Thrones and the idea of winter is coming. And that the whole subtext in that is there's this existential threat facing all of humanity. And here we these people are fighting their their games of thrones, their battles within humanity with each other, while this much larger thing is looming. And so it it made me think that that was like when you say, like, what, how can we get inspire people to get more focused on space travel? It's to recognize our common humanity and the things that we face. Like the idea that we could all agree that the survival of humanity is an impo- is more important than, you know, my ability to drive up to Seattle in a gas guzzling car. I mean, it's a Toyota Corolla. It's not a huge gas guzzler, but still it guzzles gas, uh, you know, and, and the things that we would have to, uh, we would have to forego the things we'd have to get over, just like the characters in Game of Thrones would have to get over all of these things they've devoted their lives to in order to focus on the larger goal of surviving the winter that's coming. So I felt like that was definitely encoded into the song. What did you think? Yeah, you know, there is sort of another interesting synchronicity that's happening here, which is like I would say you have like, you know, uh, you know, you're not quite in this plane, but one of your outer shells is has like this sort of four dimensional membrane to it is the only way I could describe it. That looks almost like a leopard skin. We're going to there's a picture that will go with this podcast so people will see what we're seeing here. Yeah. So it's it's not we're seeing. we, We will have like a two dimensional representation of this. I feel like having the four dimensional exposure to it is is a little difficult for my my limited um, mind to comprehend. But um, but, you know, one of the things that we did with that song is we actually donated it to the Humane Society. And I kind of cold called them and I said, you know, why don't you uh, why don't you use this song? They now use it in their little animal adoption videos. So there's you know, if you go on the Humane Society's website, there's little videos of animals that you can adopt. And um, and they use that song for some of the adoption videos so that your your kind of outer leopard skin, you know, four dimensional membrane is what I would call it is kind of made me think of that. And maybe that's the answer to your question, that maybe our consciousness will not be able to penetrate um, beyond our solar system and beyond our our single galactic um, experience. But maybe through the consciousness of others, by taking care of animals and by taking care of other creatures who are less fortunate, we can understand that there are consciousnesses that you know traverse the boundaries of reality that we're familiar with. And maybe by taking care of those consciousnesses, we can... Uh, we can uh, we can create a cosmic reality that's more positive in some regards. No shit, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wow, that's a that's a lot. That is a lot. This has been a very profound. This whole session with you, Tobias, the owl has been been. You bring out the depths in all of us. And as far as shit ghost, you know, I'm actually, I'm not at all, having listened to your music, I'm not at all surprised that you are thinking of big things. And, uh, and I, I, I certainly would love to experience shit ghost as the musical guest on one of these shows in the future. That would be very interesting. I'd be very into that. And, um, I don't know. Uh, I should also say that there is a, you, you, 
you and Tobias the Owl share something in common or will have shared something in common as of tomorrow, which is that I will have stayed in both of your houses. <laughs> I see what's going on here. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm going to be crashing at your place tonight, shit ghost. Just beware. <laughs> Believe me. We're entering a new dimension. I'm already, I'm already being aware. Uh, so where can people find, uh, where, where can people find the music and the craft and the art of Shit Ghost? So Shit Ghost right now, we have just completed our sophomore record recorded by uh, and produced by Eric Blood, who is a great Seattle producer. And I think he is probably the best um, being that we could have possibly worked with, I think that the way we were able to connect and he was able to interpret our vision, I think there's a reason we are in Seattle right now at the same time as Mr. Blood's life on this earth because it created a truly cosmic record. Um, we have currently released two singles off that record. The record will be released May 24th. And our release show, which has not been announced yet, but I will announce it now just for the hell of it. Um, it's going to be at Numo's and Eric Blood will be playing with us um, so Shit Ghost, Eric Blood, this cosmic band called New Axios, which is like this cinematic, beautiful noise. I don't even know how to describe it. It's in, in another realm. And then my partner in crime, Chris Lott from All of Ears, his band will be playing as well. But this show, May 24th, it's a Thursday. Uh, man, it is the epitome of the weirdo Seattle underground music that is going on right now it'll truly be something that every act there has their own unique sound that's far beyond any sort of influence or anything that's been done before so i'm really excited about that so the record will be released then other than that you can find us on youtube we have some mind melting music videos and a little bit of insight into my life through some comedy sketches i love comedy i love jokes it's well you know that's perfect and i i am never i'm always a little bit hesitant to say this because i might be off in my calendar but this would this episode or this session will come out before your show in may so people who listen will yes. be able to go and it looks like this actually comes out on april 1st so this is our april fool's day edition awesome. that'll be perfect so and we're, we've got a show on april 6th to a columbia city theater so right on yeah. Yeah. We'll get to, you know, we'll get to that. Why are you, why are you stepping on shit ghosts? You're gonna have your time at the end of this. Jeez, let the guy have his have yes, his moment. Of course, yes. no, 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 no He's, worries. We've, we've, well, we've, he, we've already established that you're an incredibly selfish artist on this show. <laughs> Do you need to keep hammering that point home? <laughs> no, I'm clearly I'm being I'm being completely sarcastic. Uh, well, uh, and with that moment of tomfoolery for this April Fool's Day show, you have a, do you have a last uh, April Fool's, Fool's message for, for our listeners today? I do not really have an April Fool's Day message. That's something I really need to get in the, uh, the mood for. I do have this one thing I like to play, this game. I call it musking, and I play it with my wife and my cat. But I have several cutouts of Elon Musk. He's a hero of mine. And they are plastered on cardboard, and they are somewhat large, three to four feet. And the game I play is, is when somebody is not suspecting it, I throw the head of Elon Musk in their vision, and then they look at it, and they see it. And I say, you just got musked. <laughs> and the purpose of that is just to kind of raise awareness for space exploration by musking people all the time. Like, there he is. See, so, the way I musk people is I just rub my armpit on them. I'll say, you got musked. 
Yes, it sounds like an invasion, though. I won't be. Uh, yeah. Sounds assault. <laughs> well, it's it depends how it depends how much you like the musk. <laughs> You've never experienced my musking. I guess I will tonight. You might. You might experience it tonight. You and your cat. I'll, I'll leave your wife alone. That would be rude. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that goes without saying. Uh, so, uh, so uh, Tobias the Owl, do you have a last uh, April Fool's Day message for our listeners? Uh, April Fool's, uh, not specifically that I can think of, but I want to say shit ghost. I've, I've heard great things about you, so I'm Thank looking so forward to having kind. more resonances. Of course, between... you, you know that when I say it's an, now people are going to think that you're being April fooling about that. That he's not really shit ghost? No, that you really don't like his music. No, I don't think that will be interpreted. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, I think so. <laughs> we all like it. Okay, so just my, my April Fool's messages for the listeners is this is the last Radio 8 Ball show after this closing up shop. You can all go home. April Fools. Oh, you got me. Jeez. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Shit Ghost and Tobias the Owl. I hope that you both find find your uh, find your home in space. Thank you so much for having me on, Ross. Thanks for coming, Shit Ghost. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Show. It's a good show. <laughs>